This is episode two of the new podcast, People Are Lame, hosted by me, Isaac Gilberry. And uh, I'm joined today by my brother, Bill. Uh, say hi to everybody, Bill. Hey, guys. Um, Bill, five years younger than Isaac. All uh, right, this isn't a dating website, you know, it's, it's more I, of an introduction. Ladies, I'm single and ready to mingle. He's single and ready to mingle, and he hopes you have a dingle. I'm so lonely. <laughs> but um, welcome to episode two. Now, uh, episode one was updated. We'll put on YouTube. Number one, the podcast is mostly going to go through YouTube for now, just because putting it through uh, podcasting sites like iTunes and you know Google Chrome. Well, no, what is it? It's Google Play Music and then Skitch, of course. Uh, those right now... It, you know, this is a podcast on a budget. I'm sorry if the sound quality isn't amazing. It's because this is being recorded from an iPhone. So if everybody would like a better quality, if you do like the content, and I'll try and, you know, make the content as, you know, <laughs> well as I can. But if you want better, uh, sponsor us and I'll buy better stuff. But firstly, the name. People are lame. I like it. I It really comes from... You know, sometimes when I drive, and we live in Houston, Texas, and Houston, Texas, I've, you know, lived in a few places around the United States, and man, is Houston known for its traffic. So whenever you see people sitting there in an intersection, and they're on their phone, and they're not moving, and you're like, God, people are so stupid. You know, you say that enough, or I, start, I started to say, you know, people are lame, people are lame, but then I decided one day, I'm like, but everybody's kind of lame. And that's where people are lame comes from is nerddom. Uh, you know, 20, 30 years ago, you know, way before my time, I'm 25, is people, it, was, it wasn't cool to be a nerd. If you like comic books, if you like Star Wars or Star Trek or basically anything considered pop culture, you know, you were a nerd, you were a virgin, you were all this and, you know... Man, I feel bad for, you know, the people who came before us, but growing up, you know, as a millennial in this generation, it's it's amazing to be a geek, to be a nerd, because that is what pop culture is. And what would have, you know, made me, uh, you know, an outcast or a pariah back then has made me uh, normal and, you know, so everybody has become lame, I guess. And that's what people are lame, is people love pop culture. You know, Star Wars movies back then were, you know, they were big successes, but you were kind of lame if you liked Star Wars. And now if you like Star Wars, you're like, man, yeah, you get it. Because you get it. Superhero movies back then, like the original superhero movies with you know, Christopher Reeves and the 1989's, you know, Tim Burton's Batman with, uh, you know, Michael Keaton. You know, when that came out, everybody loved that. It's like... You know, I love podcasts, and I listen, you know, that's why I wanted to do this. Is This is something I have a passion for. I love podcasts in terms of Kevin Smith is God to me. I listen to everything Kevin Smith. So anything Smodcast Network, Tell Him Steve Dave, um, Chris Hardwick's Nerdist, the Joe Rogan Experience. It's like, it's all this stuff that, you know, it, it's popular culture now. That's why I like to talk about pop culture. Everything from movies to funny articles to music to television shows to video games to anything popular culture, 
A connoisseur of the arts. Yeah, I'm a connoisseur of it. One thing why I wanted to do this subject is anybody who knows me would be like, oh, have you heard this movie? I've seen 90% of popular movies in terms of if you name an action movie, I've most likely seen it. If you name a comedy, I've most likely seen it. You name anything other than, you know, the romance movies. I know, you know, the top big ones like The Notebook and stuff. But anything... Cry time. Yeah. I don't want to think about that book. It makes anybody cry. But that's what we're here for is people are lame. So I'm lame. My brother's lame. Hey. We're all lame. It's more of a lame army. It's kind of like we're all bringing together now. No more justifying the name because I know I saw one person get offended. And this is the thing. Offended saying people are not lame. Well, why, why can't we be lame? Isn't lame? It's good to be lame anymore. Mm-hmm. It's like if you're if you're uh, the the jock and you're too cool for school, you're considered kind of a douche. But if you're considered lame, that's a good thing, you know, in my book. So <laughs> that that's kind of why I wanted to bring that up is I didn't the name is there for a reason because it's catchy and I like the way it sounds. It's people are lame pod. So welcome. I'm Isaac Gilbury. I have my guest. Bill today, and he'll be in most of the podcast, but in, you know there'll be times when he's not here, and it'll be just me, and let us know what you guys would like to hear more of in the comments, so this will go up on pot, you know, on YouTube maybe Wednesday, and if you're listening to this, thank you, and uh, please uh, give us a, a like and a subscribe, and share if you do enjoy it. I This is a work, uh, you know, a work in progress. This is going to get better. We're going to find a group. If you listen to any podcast, the first 20 or 30 podcasts, you know, usually they're awesome and great, but they were finding their footing. And that's what this is. So, Bill, the first subject of today. (laughs) I can already see it. I'm a person, anything that pops up into my mind anymore, that's what's great about cell phones and computers and all that, is when I think of something, I usually look it up in Google. Now, this podcast, number one, no politics, uh, know that we're, you know, I believe in everybody's the same, which means everybody's kind of a douchebag, but that's not a bad <laughs> thing, you know? Everybody's flawed in their own way. Yeah, you know, everybody, every, is everybody has their own little way that they're lame. And yes, we do live in a very sensitive culture where things just offend people, and, you know, to be honest, you know, that's why it's like... Sadly, we have Trump as president. You know, I don't want to build a wall, but it sounds like a lot of other people want to build a wall. And, you know, there's people who get offended by everything that comes out of his mouth, but it's he's used it against them. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I don't like to, but you got to commend that everything that comes out of this guy's mouth is a babble babble and people eat it up and then the people who get offended are just kind of thrown to the side, so... You know, it, that's a topic I wanted to talk about. Just for a few, don't take this, you know, everything we say is not to be taken literally. You know, it is an opinion by two fucking, you know, Hispa- white Hispanic guys sitting in Houston, Texas in their kitchen. So, <laughs> my first article yeah, is out there. 10 ways you can stop being so easily offended. I'll just go through a quick article just... Because I think it's funny. It, number one, it's a picture of a guy crying. And it says, you know, here's a test. 
Do you explode in fits of anger over little things? Do others say you make mountains out of molehills? Do you frequently take things the wrong way? Do others feel the, that they have to walk on eggshells around you? Do others consider you high maintenance? If so, your hypersensitivity is robbing you of happiness. And, you know, I understand it's a joke and everything, but that is true. It's like, you need to take everything, you know, with a grain of salt. Somebody's not going to say something that you agree with, but you have to understand that everyone has their own opinion. You know, yeah, sure, you find people with common interests, but just like the saying, never be in a room where you're the smartest person. Always be, like, if, you have, if you're in a room where everyone else has the same opinion, you're in the wrong room. You need to find a group of people that have different interests so they can share bits of pieces and you get to This accumulate. is one thing, like, in a personal level, I don't do social media. Because it is, I find I'm happier not using Facebook or the Instagrams or Twitter or any of that. You know, I look at Reddit, but I look at it, you know, I like to read the comments, but I don't want to be involved in the conversation because everything will be taken, to, you know, taken wrongly. You know, I can say, ooh, I like peanut butter, but somebody will get mad saying, well, why don't you like chocolate or uh, Nutella better, huh? You- and, and he's not joking about that. I, even today... With the whole the name of the podcast, yeah, someone got mad over people aren't I mean, lame. I, you're awesome. I think you're a great guy, but people aren't lame. But it's like it's. I'm not saying people are lame. You always tell me about how you know people get butt hurt. I mean, sorry for the, you know, but people get butt hurt all the time because of little things. And I always say, oh, that that never happens. Second, he puts this down. Oh yeah, like oh, now, I think it was geez. in like ten minutes. That was a com- one of the first comments on the post. Is people aren't lame, love everybody, but that that isn't what the name implies. If I wanted to say people are lame in terms of how they take it, I say people are fucking dicks. But that's not how it's supposed to go. So that's why I was just reading this little article. You know, ten ways to stop taking everything up the butt. Now what you have to understand, if you're getting offended by this, this podcast isn't for you. This podcast is for people of like-mindedness in terms of you enjoy a good laugh, you know. And the best way to get a laugh usually is to laugh at yourself. So talk (laughs) yourself out of being offended. You know, it could be simple. In the heat of the moment, try asking yourself these questions. What am I getting so bent out of shape for? Does this really matter? What's the big deal? Reason with yourself. Did he really mean it the way I was just about to take it? Is he truly acting, trying to hurt me? Well then, what is he really trying to say? Tell yourself the person who is, you know, the potential offender has as much right as his opinions as you do to yours. Besides, they're only words. What can words do? They certainly can't break my bones. That's true. Sticks and stones may break my bones, but words shall never harm me. So, you know, that was just a, a quick thing. I, you know, I don't want to get into it. Huh? So, who was that article by? Uh, it was just a, you know, it was more of a comedic article. I didn't know who it was by. But this next article is from back in the 90s when I was, you know, a little kid. You know, early 90s, early 2000s. The main thing that I enjoyed in terms of magazines was two magazines. Mad Magazine with uh, Alfred E. Newman, you know, What Me Worry. And <laughs> that's kind of a thing I've taken into, you know, adulthood is What Me Worry. But then the second one, which this one out of 
you know, they start producing this comic, well, like this magazine in 2007, but they've become a pretty popular uh, website called Cracked.com. And I loved Cracked Magazine. I remember I had to go to summer school in probably third or fourth grade. And, uh, you know, it was for a month or two. And I, I was reading that, and I remember I, I had it on the bus with me, and there was this kid who sat behind me on the bus with his sister. And I had a crush on his sister. Oh. Oh, yeah. So I was really nice, you know. This kid was, I don't know how old, he probably, you know, old enough to start going to summer school or something like that. And I've only gone to summer school once. But he saw the magazines, and I remember on the cover, it was the Scream face, you know, making mm. fun of Scream. Yeah. And... He liked it, and he's like, oh, I'm going on a camping trip this weekend. Can I borrow this? No. And, you know, of course, his sister's there looking at me, and I'm trying to get some points. You know, I don't even know her name. I just used to, this is back when, <laughs> you know, back when uh, Limp Biscuit was big. <laughs> so that, that kind of shows my age. But to me, I, I'll always be stuck in 90s music. But I remember I gave him the magazine, and I guess they went camping that weekend, and he brought it back to me in shreds shreds and I was like what happened and I love those magazines I'm one of those people I'm a hoarder with that stuff and I guess his parents saw it and they're like what is this trash what is this trash and he tore it up but at least he brought me back um packing paper I guess at the end oh, that's just screwed <laughs> but that's, up though. I remember crack very fondly and it's not for everybody and I wanted to kind of flip the thing around in comedy. This is supposed to be funny. This is not supposed to be, oh, the world is dark, because the world sucks. But let's not get bent out of shape about it. Let's fucking enjoy it. Let's enjoy life. And this is an article. It's old. It's back from 2013. But this game is still relevant. You've probably seen this game on you know, YouTube or... You know, multiple places. Grand Theft Auto Five, one of the biggest video games of all time. And this is back when the game first came out, so it's talking about the campaign. But I think it's so hilarious, I need to read it to you. So, I don't know if you've heard it before, but people on this podcast probably haven't. So, if you're looking for a laugh, this is your chance in terms of... This is if, um, you know, a really far-left liberal... And a really far-right Republican had a child. And then that child grew up and he, everything offended them. Like the <laughs> smallest anger things. Filled. The religion and all that. This is what this parent would turn out. And this is what this parent would look like if they had a, a regular child who tried to play Grand Theft Auto V. <laughs> and this is called Four Ways Grand Theft Auto V Turned My Son into a monster by John Cheese. Yep, by John Cheese on Crack.com. I'll add the link to uh, the podcast if people want to, you know, share it with others. I think it's hilarious. So I need to read it. This is back in 2013, but it's still pretty funny. Since their inception, I've been an advocate of parental responsibility with video games, because even though I don't believe that video games make people more violent. I do think that it's important to know what information is entering your child's stupid, fragile skull. But recently, thanks to the release of Grand Theft Auto V, my stance on video game violence has been shaken to its very core. Despite my beliefs, I can't deny what I've witnessed with my own eyes. It has changed my son in some pretty shocking ways. For instance, number four, he became a rage-fueled monster. 
even though my son is 11, I'll let him play certain M-rated games because he handles that content very well and has never shown any signs of it affecting him in negative ways. Until now. Oh, he was an early mission. He was on an early mission that required him to drive alongside a semi and catch someone as they jumped into his car. I was in the other room researching some something testicle related for cracked, but I knew he was failing because I could hear the same character conversation over and over again. As he repeated the attempts, on the fourth try, he couldn't take it anymore. He said under his breath, "This is stupid." I shot out of my seat, concerned at the monotone quietness his rage had produced, and bolted into the family room. Hey, 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 there's no need for that. You need to calm down, I said in a panic. It's just a game. There's no need for you to explode like that. He glanced up at me, the rage flooding his eyes with indifference, and said, Oh, no, it's not a big deal. These cars are just kind of hard to get used to when you first... I threw my hands up in defense and tried to wrangle his hatred. Whoa there, cowboy. There's no need to take your frustrations out on me. Everyone in this house loves you very much. We just want to see you happy. Do, do you need some... Do you want to take a break and cool off? He sighed and hit the retry button, saying, No, I think I can contain myself, Dad. I'll try not fly off the handle like that again. Always leery of Satan's trickery. <laughs> I gave him the benefit of the doubt and cautiously backed out of the room, warning, I'm watching you, devil host. You control your demons, or I will control them for you. I'd like to say that our problems ended there, but unfortunately, they were just getting started. Man, it's terrible. It's terrible. Now, it shows a picture of a kid playing the video games, and underneath it says, that level of unsa- un- uh, unsustainable rage can break a man. <laughs> <laughs> Number three, it turned him into a thief. A thief. Can you believe that? A video game turned a kid into a thief. Wow. Everyone knows that three of the eight commandments <laughs> are thou shall not thy still thou. That's Hebrew for don't still shit. <laughs> Think about that. More than half of the commandments are devoted to this rule, which means that it must be pretty important. This is why when I heard my son doing a hold-up mission on the game, I developed a plan to test his resolve. Scanning my family room, I saw that he had a half-empty glass of iced tea. Or was it half full? I pondered this question for about 45 (laughs) minutes before I decided that it was neither and picked up his cup. Taking it to the kitchen, I put my plan into effect. Filling the rest of the glass with the tea and then placing it back where I found it. Now we'd see what he was truly made of. The top half was clearly my tea (laughs) because I poured it. The bottom half was his. If he was an honest man, he'd poke a hole in the bottom and drink all of his own. (laughs) And then there's a glass of a pitcher of tea with a couple glasses and some lemons next to it. It says, here's a bunch of lemons with it, too, because I know you're a pretentious asshole. (laughs) As it presented no moral conflict at all, he picked it up and thanked me. His tone, that of hate-stained mockery disguised under a deceiving veil of casualness. (laughs) Then he took a long drink, as if to say, this is my world, old man, and I take what I want. I knew it! I screamed, slapping the glass from his hand. Thousands of tea droplets sprayed the walls and the TV screen as my son jerked in surprise. 
What was that for? He yelled, wiping tea from his face in his now <laughs> shirt. You know damn well what that was for. That game is deviling you and your mind with urges of thievery. I won't stand for it. Now get in that shower and wash the devil away. <laughs> and then it shows a shower head with uh, water coming out saying, Devil, be gone! <laughs> he shook his head and stood up. I had to take a shower anyway because you drenched my hair with tea. You can't just refill someone's glass and then claim you stole it. What is wrong with you? <laughs> he stomped off toward the bathroom and I followed. What's wrong with me is that I will not have a son who is infected with the heartworms of sin. Thou shalt not thy still thy tea of purity. Read the Bible, sinner. I blessed the shower to turn it into holy water and made a mental note to market a Christian tea called Purity and then left him to his devil washing. But Grand Theft Auto V must produce an exceptionally powerful demon because within the hour, number two, it turned him into a racist. Oh my god. So which one is you? I asked, motioning to the three men on screen. Well, the game lets you play all three of them, but right now I'm the... He paused for a second, suddenly measuring his words. Because in Grand Theft Auto, in the picture, it shows, uh, what is it, Michael, who's a you know middle-aged white dude. In the middle is Franklin, who's like a 20-year-old uh, black guy. And then on the end is uh, you know another middle-aged Trevor. crazy white guy, Trevor. So he's, he just said the middle guy instead of the black guy. Don't patronize me, I warned. You know I don't know directions. <laughs> he took a slight breath and reluctantly said, the black guy. I sat in shock for several seconds before exclaiming, You racist piece of shit. Dad, I'm not racist. I taught you better than that, I yelled. In this house, we do not use racist terms like black or African American. What have I told you a thousand times? I'm not referring to black people as not white. That's every bit as racist and degrading <laughs> as using a full-on slur. What? Have you got a thing against white people? I asked in horror of his racial defiance. You're too good to play a white man now? <laughs> You're racist against white people? No, Dad, I'm not ra racist against white people. The game just makes you switch between care. Don't cloud my judgment with your fancy words, devil. That's it. This Monday, I'm taking you downtown so you can learn a little bit about your own culture and learn to have some pride in your race. He stared off into the distance as if trying to figure out what place I was talking about. Then suddenly, oh, hell no, Dad. The place you're talking about is a white pride organization, <laughs> and it is literally the most racist place you could possibly take me. Silence! You will go, and that is final. Before the end of the week, you will cease to be racist against white people. Instead, shouting to the heavens a message of pride and power of the white race. <laughs> and then it shows a picture of a dude in a KKK uniform saying, Hello, my name is Chad, and I'll be your historian today. <laughs> I stormed out of the room to make the appointment. From behind me, I could hear him mumbling something about calling the police if I made him go. <laughs> Whatever. He's lucky I hadn't called the police on him. Especially after I discovered that. Dun dun dun. Number one. It made him thirst for death. After he finished his anti-racist shower, <laughs> things calmed down considerably. 
I watched him from the couch as he drove around the city, slowly, obeying every traffic light and occasionally stealing a glance my way to make sure I approved. Aside from occasionally crossing the center line, which I corrected via threat of grounding, he did quite well. Maybe this wasn't such a bad game after all. After a perfect three-point park, <laughs> he exited the vehicle and walked down the sidewalk toward a clothing store. Then, as if his rage had broken a thousand-year struggle against his mental leash, his character slammed into a pedestrian, nearly knocking her down. Hey, that's extremely rude. Devil rude. <laughs> Get back there and apologize to that woman, I demanded. He turned to respond, but was suddenly interrupted by a jolt. Ah, a spider! I followed his pointing finger to a large black spot on the floor, not more than three feet from me. It was what we Illinois called a wolf spider. So named because they are reborn from the ashes of fallen <laughs> wolves. <laughs> I've heard that they can grow to be the size of a man's head. But this one must have been a, si a baby because it was only half the size of my palm. For reference, my palm is exactly twice the size of a baby wolf spider. <laughs> as soon as he exclaimed the word spider... I jumped into immediate action, leaping up into the nearby chair to make myself appear larger and more frightening to the spider. <laughs> In a brave effort to scare it away, thus mercifully sparing its life, I left out a high-pitched scream and released an abundance of saline from my eyes, known by wise men to be a natural spider repellent. <laughs> Despite the heroic attempts, it stayed in place, taunting us with its steadfast grip on the floor. That's when my son showed his true colors. With a gaze as cold as arctic night, he lifted his foot. Without the slightest hint of emotion, he brought it down. And just like that, he was a killer. A victim of Grand Theft Auto V, forever damned to a life of unforgivable sin. And then it shows a picture of a foot, you know, like coming down. And it says... In Spider Legend, it is known as the Eater of Worlds. <laughs> oh my god. Slowly and cautiously, I backed out of the room as my son watched me. His eyes showed confusion, but his heart showed the home of the devil. <laughs> I've since burned down my house to, oh god. to cleanse our tainted possessions. And my wife brought me to a magic doctor who gave me anti-devil pills to keep the dark infection away. So far, they work perfectly. But I can tell you one thing, we will never trust Grand Theft Auto again. My son deserves a normal life, and that game is designed to, des to destroy. Fair warning. And <laughs> that's the article. Wow, that is, that is heartbreaking. It's heartbreaking. To see what it did to his family. You, you know, know, poor white... White God boy. really brings them together at, at such a weak moment. Made him racist. I know. Made him a thief. You know. Made him fucking steal. I know, right? That was his tea. It was obvious, mm -hmm. obviously his tea. It was half full or half empty. I don't know how you want to put it. But, <laughs> you know, yeah. let's take 45 minutes to think yeah, about I, this. I think that's, that's about right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so there's just an article in terms of when people get offended, that's how I feel. Yeah. Is they take it like that. Yeah, yeah. Devil child. <laughs> Watch this in a way. <laughs> All right, let's get on to some popular culture topics. You know, we talked about Grand Theft Auto V, which is, you know, still pop culture. It's one of my favorite things to watch on YouTube is um, Achievement Hunter. GTA and play it. 5 videos, GTA fun house. Fun. Mm -hmm. But I want to talk about some of the, you know, 
we talked about movies in the last podcast, you know, the top domestic grossing movies. That was of last year. Of 2016. But I want to talk about a few of the new movies in 2017 that I'm looking forward to. Oh, yeah, definitely. You know, we'll bring up a few. And I know it's probably a lame to most people, but I'm looking forward to it. Is one of the first ones I think it comes out in January is going to be Triple X Three. Yeah, how long? How... Return of Xander Cage. Yeah, Triple X Two was with well, Ice. Um, at the time, Vin Diesel, he, he was a huge star. He's such know, an Fast expensive actor. Triple X. Vin Diesel's very hard to work with. I hear. I've heard he's very hard to work with. That's why. He wasn't in Too Fast, Too Furious, and Tokyo Drift and shit. But the franchise is going downhill. That's why they asked him to co- come back at you know that end credit scene of Tokyo Drift. So you know he's he's popular, but he's really hard to work with, and he charges a lot of money. So they didn't bring him back for the second Triple X movie, which was called Triple X State of the Union, which was a Ice Cube. And you know I, I've never seen it, so mm. I don't know. I love the first Triple X. That's one of my favorite action movies. In but terms but, of, it's but so explain stupid, what Triple so X fun. is. The first one. Triple X. It's a movie about um, you know Vin Diesel. His name is Xander Cage, and which is already a badass name. This is yeah, you know Xander That's Cage, pretty, just like cool. uh, in a Demolition Man. You know Stallone always had, his name has to be John Spartan. Yeah, they just have to have cool badass names, but. Um, is under cage and he's like an extreme sports guy he does bmx and the first thing he does in the movie he steals a car and jumps it off a bridge from this rich uh you know what is it a uh, uh, rich um one of those clubs mm. not a yacht club uh the club. gentleman's club no that's a, that's a you know, fucking you know um, rich white people go they all have those fucking clubs they go to you know they have golf courses and shit but uh you know that's it and then he gets you can tell we <laughs> he ends up getting drafted to be a secret spy. Yeah, just so he could go with like-minded people. Zero by, to a hundred. The by, movie goes, and he's well, uh, recruited by Samuel L. Jackson with an acid uh, burned face. So he has a you know a fucked up eye, which you know Samuel L. Jackson's going to be the new one. So I'm looking forward to that. I think he was in the second one too. Samuel L. Jackson's in everything. Which why why does Samuel L. Jackson in all the movies always has a fucked up eye? Well. Well, not that's really, but one, Nick yeah. Fury. Nick Fury, that's his nickname, yeah. But, yeah so, still. I was looking, and I always have a fun memory when I think of Triple X. Yeah. Back when Triple X, you know, it wasn't new or anything. Back when the PSP came out. Like, <laughs> yeah. And there's the PSP, <laughs> and it was the, you know, portable, uh, PlayStation portable, and it had the little UMD discs. How's big when I was And I convinced my grandpa to buy me one. Uh, I made a, a paper PSP. And I would pretend to play with it, and he basically was like, this kid's so fucking sad. He broke down, and he bought me it. So I remember he took me to Target, and I guess uh, I got to pick a movie, and it was between Hellboy or Triple X for my PSP. And I chose Triple X. And I remember, my grandpa was, you know, was old, and he didn't know what the fuck that was. And he's like, oh, hell no, I'm not fucking buying you that smut. He's <laughs> like, <laughs> so I'm not buying you that shit. I'm like, no, Grandpa, you know, and I'm, you know, a middle schooler, but I'm not stupid. I'm like, no, Grandpa, that's that's not what it is. It's an action movie. It's called Triple X. He thought I was trying to get him to buy me porn. <laughs> so, yeah, that, I, I need to look at the third one, and that'll mm. just remind me of Grandpa. Yeah, the third one looks really... I, I don't it's going to be dumb, but... It, 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 the Triple X movies in general, I mean, 
I'm not going to say that the first one didn't have a bad story. It had a good story enough to entertain me, but it's really just an action movie. It's an action movie that you can sit down, watch, and have a good time. You know, it's kind of like uh, The Expendables or, you know, movies like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But Triple X, you know, it's not going it, to. I I think it'll probably be on the high side, maybe do 20 to 25 million its opening weekend. So it's not going to be big. It's not going to be top 10 of the year or anything. But I hope it makes enough to hopefully get a sequel because I, I can did, never did, get bored. Didn't of this. Uh, the last Fast and Furious make a lot of money? Yeah, but those are that's that's a different. And franchise. everybody's been waiting for. No, Triple everyone's X. forgotten about Triple no, X. No, but you know, in the generation of remember, no, I think that's, I think it will do good. That's not part of that. That's that's I've my never opinion. Met anyone who's seen it, that's mm-hmm. what sucks. But another one, I think this comes out in Fe- you know February tenth. This was probably one of the best action movies of twenty fourteen. Oh yeah, John Wick Chapter Two. Mm-hmm. It's going to be awesome if they don't kill his dog because I saw his house blow up in a trailer and his dog they they pan out and they show the dog silhouetted in the fire like oh his dog's okay. So John Wick's just going to kill people for no reason this time. Fu. Yeah, gun fu. Mm. Those are awesome. You, sta- movies. you stabbed the devil in the back. Like yeah. just all the quotes from the trailer in general just make you excited for the movie. And even today, I was talking about it with my coworkers. Oh, yeah, I, and even, even a guy that's a like sixty years old, he's like, "Oh, I loved that movie. That was such a great movie." You know, it's just a movie meant for everyone. Yeah, it's a fun movie. Mm-hmm. And then uh, I don't really see any good movies up until March. And I, I have such high hopes for this movie is the new X... Well, it's not it's not being called X-Men or anything, but it's the new Wolverine movie called Logan because Wolverine's first name is Logan. And, it, it you know, it has the, you know, the old man Logan comic book feel where, you know, he's old and his healing powers, you know, don't work very well anymore. And it's, you know, it's the future and Xavier's old and decrepit. And, you know, it's going to be really depressing, you know, that's why I love the trailer, how depressing it is, you know, and then they have Johnny Cash doing a Nine Inch Nails Hurt. Yeah. It's like, that's going to be, and it's going to be rated R, thanks to Deadpool. Deadpool, you know, made Fox say, okay, we'll make another rated R, and I I think this will probably be the best, um, I hope it does the best out of the X-Men movies, because they, uh, what was it, uh, X-Men Apocalypse came out last year and was a huge dud. You know, it didn't make the money that they, you know, expect. You know, as as a, a superhero movie, they hit a certain bar in terms of... They usually open to 90 to $100 million. And but see, here, that one really didn't hit it. Here's it's, the thing. Especially the X-Men franchise. Even with Apocalypse, people that aren't big comic book nerds, I still heard them say, I thought it was a good movie. I thought I, you know, they it enjoyed it. And at the box office. I mean, and, you know, that's the thing is people pay with, you know, how you could tell... If a movie's good, is people pay with their wallet. We also have a thing called a critic. You know, mm-hmm. I don't like to criticize movies in terms of I like everything. You know, if I don't like it, so oh well. But other people will, and you know, I always enjoy a good superhero movie. But I'm looking forward to Logan. You know, just it's something new and it's something that it's a twist that I would have never seen. Like how they just went into the future. Well, you you know, know, all of the X Men are already gone. Past. You know, kind of like I, I, I wouldn't have expected. It's really that. depressing. Oh yeah. But then we have in March as well, and I'm looking forward to this. I've never seen. I think it's a manga and it's anime. Ghost in the Shell. Ghost in the Shell with Scarlett Johansson. That's mm-hmm. gonna be really cool. It's it's kind of like a Blade but Runner feel and all that. It's already starting a controversy with the the Oriental. But she's a robot. And, 
I think she she was white in the anime too. You know, she didn't have the you know sorry if this is racist the slit eyes. You know, she had the big American eyes. So yeah, Ghost in the Shell is going to be good. Yeah, from what I've seen, it looks pretty interesting. What no. uh, I heard a lot about the director. I have no idea. Mm. But so it seems like it's it's a project made. So in April though, and this is another just like Xander Cage, but this movie's gonna make a shit ton of money. Is Fast and <laughs> Furious Eight, or as they're calling it, the Fate of the Furious, <laughs> which just I don't really like to name Fate of the Furious. <laughs> like what was it, Furious Seven? You know, I'm like okay, I can get behind that. Or Furious Eight would have been cool, but the Fate of the Furious. So it's gonna be you know it's gonna make a lot of money. It's, it's gonna becoming be fun more and like stupid. They're not car movies anymore. They have like action with cars, mm. but it's not really about cars it's anymore. Like secret it's about agent, secret agents. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, and uh, Vin Diesel's, you know, and I quote here the bad guy. Charlize Theron though. Yeah, How do you like those dreads? So, you know, she's supposed to be a hacker. It's gonna be silly, you know. And it's then at silly. the end, and then most likely at the end, Zander, well, not or halfway through, Zander's like, oh, I, because we already tell in the trailer, like when she kisses him, he's like, oh, he does it like he doesn't like it. And Bob always like, I was doing it to save you or to save someone. They're raping blah, him. Blah, he blah, doesn't blah. like it. <laughs> so he's I doing it for a reason. And to be that. honest, it's going to be a stupid reason. Just like, Mar- you know, it, it has to be better than the whole Martha reason for Batman v Superman. But <laughs> May 5th, Martha? and this is my movie for the year. In terms of like superhero movies, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. That movie is going to be epic. We got number one. This is another Vin Diesel movie. Vin Diesel has a big year coming for 2017 just at those movies. We have Baby Group. I paid just to see Baby Group. And, you know, we get our Star-Lord and Rocket Raccoon and Gamora and Drax. You know, and then we get a little Baby Group. Isn't he awesome? Uh, I, you know, I think um, Kurt Russell's going to be in it, and I guess he's Star-Lord's dad. So I, I like to see what they have in store for that. And, um... You know, what is it? Uh, Chris Pratt. I'm, oh, yeah. Chris I'm always Pratt. excited to see his his work. I mean, oh, if yeah. you didn't listen to the last podcast, we were we were having a whole conversation about... <laughs> what was what did you say? Lady Boners? Oh, yeah. Chris yeah. Pratt. He's an awesome actor. Mm-hmm. So, I'm looking forward to that. This is going to be awesome. Let me see. I'm looking for... I, I have his name in my head. But I was... James Gunn. James Gunn's an excellent director. And this movie, it does look really cool because in terms of the movie industry, they they always shot on film, you know, up until maybe eight, nine years ago. And then they started shooting digitally. But back then, they're like, oh, digital, that's stupid. How are we going to do it? And now it's just a standard. But that started off with a thing called the RED camera. And then they have this new camera. It's it's an, It's another RED, but I guess it's like, you know, number one, they shoot natively 4K and all that. But it's like the Red Phantom or something like that. It's going to be awesome. Just like the way it looks. Like it captures really cool colors. That's why it's going to be a really colorful movie. So I look forward to that. And then we have Alien Covenant. Another Ridley Scott movie. And I hope this is better than Prometheus. Because it's technically a sequel to Prometheus. Where Michael Fassbender is the droid again. And um, Danny McBride's going to be in it. And I really like him. You know from Eastbound and Down. And all those... uh, Seth Rogen movies, but Alien Covenant, I, I guess, is gonna be really brutal. So I, I have high hopes Wait, for that. I thought they gave away too much in the trailer. I hope that they didn't. Mm. And then May twenty sixth, I just saw the trailer for this for on Christmas for uh, what was it? Why him? 
But this movie actually looks pretty funny. It looks like they're going to 21 Jump Street Phil is Baywatch with uh, The Rock and uh, was it um, Zach? What's his name? Uh, Zach Efron. Yeah, Zach Efron. And I like him. She's in the chair. That guy's ripped. I wish. I, I he, he loved him in High School cool. Musical, you know. I don't, yeah, no, don't, I don't watch that shit. He's he's kind of embarrassed. But then in June we have Wonder Woman. That's gonna be cool with, with Gal Gadot or Guy Gadot. That's uh, I really hope you know it was a rough year for DC superhero comics. So I hope 2017 maybe they've learned a little. Started on a good little note. Well, a bad thing that happens is they the director will create an edit and it it'll screen okay and shit. But it's just it really it's the stuff that it should have come out like that. But then WB will look at it and they'll be like, oh, change it like this. Where I'm afraid they're going to edit the shit out of this movie and it's going to be, you know, it's not going to make any sense and people are going to hate it. And I really hope not because, number one, Wonder Woman, you know, she's, you know, every little girl always likes, you know, looks she's up to her. Strong... They look up to a good movie. Give her, yeah. give a fucking good movie for once, you know. And if not, then, um,. Captain Marvel with Brie Larson that's coming out, I think in 2019 or something. She's just going to have to step in and fill those shoes in terms of a really good heroine for a movie. Then we have in June, I don't know how to feel about this, is The Mummy. Oh, yeah. Uh, Tom Cruise is like, I'm sorry, Brendan Fraser's The Mummy, you know, 1999. That, That movie was epic. And, you know, I like the sequels and stuff, but the mummy with Tom Cruise, and they're setting off for, like, the Universal Monsters universe. I, like, I don't know how I like I that, about that. But I don't know how I feel about Tom Cruise. It's like, even in the beginning, how like we Tom watched Cruise. the trailer, and we're sitting in the movie theater. Well, his screaming at an airplane is hilarious. <laughs> and he starts screaming, and it just kind of takes you out of the moment, and you're like, uh, he still looks good. He's like fifty something. No, years yeah. Old. He, what you're saying, like he's five years older than. He's like six years older than Brendan six Fraser. Six years, yeah. <laughs> but, <laughs> but um, yeah. yeah. Show, show the screen. But it's show it's become screen. a meme in terms of Tom <laughs> Scre- Tom Cruise screaming in the mummy. <laughs> oh and man! Let me see if I could find it. His scream is. Fucking hilarious. Let's see if everybody can hear this. (laughs) Oh man. That's Tom Cruise in the airplane that's going down and he's holding on to it and holding on for dear life. He doesn't have a parachute or something, but I'll see it for that scene alone. I bet they're going to take it out because everybody's kind of said it's stupid, but just, yeah, the money. Yeah, and you know, the whole Scientology thing. Is and now we're up to July, and this is, you know, the heat of all the summer movies, and then we have Spider-Man Homecoming. Hell yeah. I don't even have to say anything more. The movie's going to be epic. We've got fucking RDJ in it. We've got the new Spider-Man, who's awesome, way better than Andrew Garfield and his crybabiness. I hated the amazing Spider-Man movies. They're just terrible. Um, It's going to be awesome. And then in July, we have War for the Planet of the Apes, which looks fucking epic. Number one, Andy Serkis is Caesar, you know, Gollum, and Mm. um, Supreme Leader Snoke. Yeah. I love that dude. 
One thing is a <laughs> just a little side note. Their names are getting too long for for the planet of the Apes. War of the Planet of the Apes. But that's that's the name of the original. No, one. I know. It's just it's a big mouthful. Because what is it? It goes um, rise of the planet of the apes, then dawn of the planet, planet of, of the, the apes. apes. I haven't seen dawn, so that one was I can't good. wait to have a little. Uh, they they kind of set it up at the end of. Uh, War of the Planet of the Apes, where you're kind of like, okay, so they're going to make another one. And then there's War for the Planet Which, of the Apes. So this is gonna be it. And then Woody Harrelson, hell yeah, that dude's one of my favorite actors. And then July 21st, we have Dunkirk, which is Christopher Nolan's new World War II movie about the uh, and Dunkirk evacuation. We saw a seven-minute preview. Yeah, we saw, uh, we saw Star Wars Rogue One in IMAX for my birthday. And if you saw it in 70mm IMAX, they had a 70mm seven-minute presentation of like you know a few minutes of Dunkirk and it looks really intense and it was huge like they really did fill up the whole screen because the whole movie was shot in seventy millimeters like mm-hmm. the whole movie not just scenes the whole movie I guess so that's gonna be awesome Tom Hardy's gonna be in it um, I forget the guy's name uh, I know people are all in love that Harry Styles is gonna be in it from uh, what is it uh, One Direction so I guess women will get their fix Wait, on isn't that. it Jonas brother I don't know. I don't know. Uh, One Direction, I think. Okay. And then we have July 21st as well, which that's going to be a busy weekend for me, is Valerian in the City of a Thousand Planets. This is from the director of The Fifth Element, one of my favorite sci-fi movies. It's stupid. It makes no sense. And the science doesn't fit. Man, is that an epic movie. And uh, that's going to be pretty awesome. Oh, I've, I've, uh, I've seen a trailer for this one. Yeah. With like... Like yeah, uh-huh. that's gonna be cool. Then we have the Dark Tower on July twenty eighth, and I love the Dark Tower books. You know, I've read um the first four, and those so are wait, awesome. But with, with this movie, isn't there gonna be like more to it? There's gonna be like a show and mini series. Who knows what's happening? Because yeah, I, I don't know. Every like the whole movie in general is kind. Of, the whole series of books just is like. All around. The, the first one is called The Gunslinger, and that book's so cool, but, you know, it's a really short book, but make that, you know, it's basically about, his name's Roland, you know, Roland, and he's from Gilead, and, you know, it's just, think of it, it's like, it's America, but a thousand years from now, so they kind of, they they sometimes see the ruins of the old world, like, it's cool, sometimes they see subways and shit, but he's following this, uh, the Dark Man, or something like that, and... Roland's now uh, Idris Elba, which, to be honest, in my head, he always was kind of a uh, Clint Eastwood look, you know, weathered face and shit. But you know, I like Idris Elba. I'll give I, 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 I really do. And enjoy then Idris Matthew McConaughey is gonna be the Man in Black, all right, all right, which all right. you know, all right, all right, all right. The link, didn't she? Idris I didn't Alba. choose the link. <laughs> Idris Elba, choose me. Walking, keeps going. So yeah, you know, that's it. Then we have it. So it comes up September eighth. Oh. I hope that's good. That's my favorite. Well, no, second favorite. My first favorite Stephen King book is um, The Stand. Pennywise. So The Stand is my favorite, but my second favorite Stephen King book I read is It, and that movie creeped me out in like the middle where there's like a werewolf and shit chasing them when they go into this basement. It's pretty cool. Then we have Blade Runner twenty forty nine. That's gonna be pretty cool. Wait, real quick, who's gonna be playing Pennywise the Clown? Uh, I don't know. It was supposed to be that weird-looking kid from, like, uh, um, that the one with the deep... RV movie. Yeah. Or, but he backed out because it, they got a different director and shit. 
Yeah. But it's okay. um it's you know um Eric, you know the dude from True Blood? Eric. You know the the yeah, yeah. dude? Uh-huh. His brother. Okay. I, I guess I heard that like, you know, that whole family, like the dad's the dude in the Thor movies and Avengers. And then we have Blade Runner twenty forty nine, that's gonna be cool. Kingsman the Golden Circle, I really hope that's badass. I don't know why it's coming out the same day as Blade Runner and Kingsman. Kingsman? I I didn't know that Kingsman was coming out with Yeah, the Golden Circle. That was that was a movie that I didn't expect was and Matthew yeah. Vaughn, you know. I love that guy yeah. makes some badass movies. Mm-hmm. And I love like Kingsman was my probably in terms of ever seeing a movie, it's the biggest uh I, I didn't I wasn't thinking it was gonna be a dumb kid movie or something and no way, it was freaking epic. And let's see, Thor Ragnarok comes out November 3rd, and that's going to be a fucking Thor and Hulk buddy movie, I guess, where it's going to be epic. I hope they set up the groundwork for Planet Hulk eventually. That'll be epic. Yeah. So if you have a, a love for Disney, these you know Disney Marvel movies, Marvel's going to knock it out of the park this year. We thought they did big this year, but they had weird titles like Doctor Strange. And, uh-huh. You know, Captain America Civil War was awesome, but... We're going to have Guardians of the Galaxy, Spider-Man Homecoming, and Thor. We get, like, three of the big franchises this year. That's going to be awesome. And then November, we have Justice League. Please, comic book gods, make it... Just make it good. Like, Zack Snyder... 300 was one of my favorite movies. I remember in 2007, nobody knew what the fuck it was. And I'm like, man, I want to see that movie. So, I'm, you know, I cleaned up the whole house and everything, to, you know, just to get persuade my mom to take it. Like, ooh, Gerard Butler's in it. You like him. And, you know, that movie's epic. Everybody knows 300. So, I hope he... Come on, Justice League. Do it right, please. You know, we got all the big, you know, hitters here. We got Batman, Wonder Woman, Superman, Cyborg, who's Ray Fisher. I don't know what that guy is. Aquaman, who's Jason Momoa, a.k.a. Call Drogo from Game of Thrones. It's going to be epic. And then December 15th this year, three days before my birthday, Star Wars Episode Eight, motherfucker. That was going to be epic. It's sad that Carrie Fisher died, but I heard they finished filming. They they wrapped Star Wars back in July. So Carrie Fisher's going to be in it. It's this Episode Nine they have to worry about. Oh, Pitch Perfect 3, just for the ladies. Yeah, I feel like I've never <laughs> seen any of them. I knew somebody, uh, I know a kid... I forget his name now. He was I had an ex who lived in San Francisco, but her one of her best friends in high school. He was in Pitch Perfect, so you know all the money he made from royalties from the CDs and shit. So that's all I really know of that. And let's see what else. Uh, I don't see too many more movies in 2017 that I'm looking forward to in terms of. These are more like artsy movies, but. Well, we also forgot in March we have King Kong uh, Skull, well, Kong Skull Island. That's going to be pretty awesome. I hope they set up the groundwork. Number one, I hope they set that he's, you know, juvenile and he's going to get bigger because King Kong is bigger than the that pier- that tower or something in San Francisco, that pyramid building. Empire so State Building? No, San Francisco. Oh, San Francisco. I don't yeah. know what that is. Uh, I've, t- I've touched that building before. I always make sure when I went there I touched that uh, pyramid building it gets in San Francisco because it gets destroyed in every movie. And um, let me see what it's called. 
just called the pyramid. It's the Trans America Pyramid. Oh, okay. So the trans, I, I made sure to touch it because, like you know, in Star Trek they do a little thing where boom explodes, Mission Impossible, something flies through. It's always getting destroyed. So I'm like, I need to touch that. So when I see it get destroyed in movies, I'm like, ah, I touched that. And they're setting it up for March 2017. So that's just around the corner now. And then June 8th, 2018, they're setting up uh, the next Godzilla movie. Godzilla. So we're going to have another Godzilla, but then in 2020, we're going to have Godzilla versus Kong. Oh, yeah. So, man, that's a franchise I want to see. It's like, I remember the, the old VHS at that, you know, 50s, 60s movie. That was, you know, I thought that was epic as a kid, let alone what they can do today. And it's got like Brie Larson, Tom Hiddleston, Samuel L. Jackson, John Goodman, Corey Hawkins, Jason Mitchell, John Ortiz... And then it also has a. I like, he's my favorite part of the trailers. Is uh, what's his name? Um, the brother from Step Brothers. Yeah, uh, is it, he's not on your John, uh, John C. Riley. John C. Riley. Yep. So yeah, that's a pretty. <laughs> you should good, you shouldn't have come year. here. You're all gonna die. Yeah, you gonna walk scene. into somebody's house and start blowing it up. Yeah. So I know this is another movie heavy podcast, but also what is one of the top franchises? You know, if you, I mean. If you're in video games, video games makes billions of dollars, but that's more for mobile and shit. But one of the biggest things people always look forward to, and you always see all over his movies, and I really hope they do well and they make money, because, you know, it, it's Hollywood, and we, I want to see more of it, and we have a pretty good year coming up for it, just in terms of, you know, I think that's why I say is, the reason lots of these movies make money is they give you what you want, so... We've got that to look forward to. And then 2017, we also have some television to look forward to. I know uh, we all loved Westworld, but we won't get that till about 2018. Man, that was but, a good show. But guess who comes back this year? Yeah. Fucking Game of Thrones, motherfuckers. And it's been, you know, it was really long hiatus. I guess it was like, tw- how many months was it? But it was more than a year of the hiatus because, you know, number one, I guess they have, you know, there's 15 out more hours left in Thrones. So I guess, you know, one of them's going to be six and another's going to be like five or something like that. There's not going to be a lot, but so we have that coming back. Let me see what's the date for Game of Thrones. Which that's just going to kill me when it, when they, you know, six episodes compared to how many episodes were each season? Ten every every uh-huh. season's been ten. We're we're getting half and they've ten yet, wasn't enough yet for to me. announce an official return date, but it's coming because they only have a few episodes left to tell of this you know Game of Thrones story, and they they know what how it's supposed to end, even though George R R Martin hasn't written it, and he's shit he hasn't even done with the last the last season in terms of the show is the book he's still working on, so they're way ahead of him there. So, yeah, that's another thing to look forward to is Game of Thrones. And then we'll have a little video game thing, too, because I know people here like games. And one of the biggest games of 2016 was Overwatch. And if you own that, which I own it, it's an awesome game. It's fun. I haven't played it in a bit since I've been on a oh, little I, Battlefield I, I, 1 heavy, Dead Rising 4 heavy, Doom heavy, uh, Gears of War 4. I've been playing a lot of games, but I'll have to jump into Overwatch because they just released a new map today called Oasis. So that's just another thing to let everybody know about is Overwatch has a new map out and to go check it out. Uh, let's see, here's Blizzard's official description of it. 
Researchers and academics from around the region came together to find a city dedicated to scientific progress without restraints, a monument to human ingenuity and invention. The city and its inhabitants are governed by the ministries, a collection of brilliant minds, and possessed many secrets that have attracted the interest of powerful organizations from around the world. I don't fucking, I didn't grasp on anything that said, I just saw a cool map. But that's, so, yeah. that's one thing that I like about Overwatch. Is oh, it's like Pixar you, the video game. Yeah, is if you look more into the story, you'll find more of the story. Like the yeah. characters and how they interact with each other. And, you know, the Zenyatta so, yeah, and uh, Genji and Hanzo. And, you know, Hanzo's all, my guy. I like that yeah, bow and arrow. Sniper. Um, no, mine is Reinhardt. I like Reinhardt. And I like... Uh, he's cool. Uh, he's Zarya. my secondary. Mm-hmm. When there's usually a Hanzo in there. I, I like the pink Russian shit. She, well, yeah, everybody she, likes hard. her. She's super OP. She's hard to get get a hold of, but once you do, she she decimates. But I think that's pretty much it for the week. Well, for you know, I don't know what the show is yet. Like in terms of, maybe it'll be like a couple times a week, like Mondays and Wednesdays or something. You know, just whenever it comes out. There's not a set date to it yet. It's it comes out when it. I feel like it. You know, kind of like a bowel movement. <laughs> Are you calling this podcast a piece of shit? You maybe somebody already said it's a piece of shit because I offended them for saying people are lame. Oh my God. You know who's lame? You for saying it's lame because I think it's. I really, I really do hope you know. I'm not looking to be Chris Hardwick or any of that. I'm doing this because it's something I enjoy and I have a passion for, and I hope it rubs off on. You know, the material I'm making. Because, you know, this isn't like, oh, I'm making up such high production quality or all that. No, it's just, you're, hey, think of it like, you know, Mr. Rogers. <laughs> I'll do that. Mr. Rogers always, you know, will you be my friend? You know, he was your, you know, you saw him in a show, but he was your neighbor. That's what I'm, I'm that neighbor, you know. I have a big mouth and I make cuss and all that. But I have a good heart. And I hope you, that, you know translates over to you where it's like just you know will you be my neighbor will you be my friend that's all i want is i uh you know i'm not very good at making friends and stuff but one thing i do have a passion for is pop culture and all this and that's one thing i can always talk about with people so i hope by this that there's people who are like-minded like me that you know maybe i can reach other people who feel the same way so i guess that wraps it up for you know, people are lame. Number two, <laughs> number two. <laughs> but you called it a piece of shit. <laughs> now we're on number two. We're on God number damn. two, the shit cast. <laughs> but uh, I hope everybody enjoyed it. And if you stuck around this long, thank you. And uh, just FYI, people have asked about what the song is that starts the show and ends the show. And it's the first few seconds, the last few seconds of one of my favorite artists who. He doesn't get enough credit. Is Brad he's sucks really good? Yeah, I've been listening to him forever. Brad sucks. And Brad sucks. He's awesome. And it's his song called um, "In Your Face." Mm-hmm. And I actually emailed him last night, and I asked if I could use a song. So if you say I'm not stealing anything, because I asked if I could use it, and he said definitely go for it. Best. So I have permission from Brad Sucks to use that material, so just letting everybody know and to give him a look at. You know, Brad Sucks, he's on Spotify and Google Play Music and all those music things, so yeah, give him a check out. Yeah, And he, he's a real humble. humble yeah, artist. actually, you know what I'll probably do? I'll play 
in your face, like the part I like at the end of this, so people can kind of give it a listen. He's a really cool artist. Yeah, he really is. All right, thanks everybody. Yeah. Have a good one. Walt. You're lame. Uh, yeah, well, every everyone's lame. I'm lame. I'm lame. I'm sitting here in my kitchen doing a podcast. I'm How looking at my dog, and my dog's lame. Yeah, she can't even like roll over. All right, people are lame. Lame. I was barely legal, looking for something evil to say, and people to be antagonized. And you said to me, it's not a good strategy. You should grow up, try to act like you're civilized. I explained that I just valued sincerity. You should go fuck yourself and then try to die. You were sick of it and called me an idiot and left town and said, Are you satisfied? If I had what you had, I could get you to pray. No, I'm not in your face, I'm just getting by. If I had what you had, I could get you to pray. No, I'm not in your face, I'm just getting by. Motherfucker, I see no night